This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Tonight, Harry and Meghan, one year after leaving the royal family. We all know how good it feels just to be around positivity. Was Megxit worth it? Their life today and plans for baby number two. Happy? Happy. <laughs> then... Why Gwen Stefani's getting help from the Vatican to marry Blake. Plus, how Pink is keeping it real on her big wedding anniversary. Carrie and I are really good friends until we're enemies. And Daisies. is Katy Perry trading music for motherhood? How baby Daisy has completely changed her plans. Then Tommy Lasorda remembered. What do you think of that? It's a little bush link. Come on over here. <laughs> Our time with the Hollywood star and baseball legend. You know, when I die... I want you to put on my tombstone in big letters. Dodger Stadium was his address. E.T. starts now. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We're good today. We're really good today because we've got our friend Megan Good here in the house with us. Uh, uh, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming to play with us. We've got a lot to talk about, especially your directorial debut, If Not uh, Now, yes. When. But I do want to start with another Megan, the one that's married to Prince Harry. Ah, yes, and it's been exactly one year today since they split from royal life. It brings me great sadness that it has come to this. There really was no other option. There have been reports that Harry and Meghan have asked for an extension to this year probation, and, and actually my understanding is that this is not the case. Apart from the military titles, there are very few outstanding issues, but the general consensus is that this 
divorce has worked. Meghan and Harry left the royal family to become financially independent. They have absolutely achieved that this year. So was Megxit worth it? Well, that reported $150 million deal with Netflix says it was. Harry and Meghan used that check to buy their $14.6 million Montecito mansion and pay back the British taxpayers for the renovations on Frogmore Cottage. Judging by their happy family holiday card, there are no regrets. The Sussexes have also been quick to brag about how well Archie's adjusting, revealing the 20-month-old is already talking and with an American accent. After me. Ready? Happy? What? Happy. New. 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 <laughs> but one royal fail, the debut of their Archwell podcast was bested by a show that featured whale noise sleep sounds. I don't think they're going to be too bothered that it only ranked 13. I mean, they managed to get Sir Elton John on their first podcast. That's pretty impressive. And my understanding uh, is that they're very pleased with how it's gone. On the plus side, Harry's rift with William has mended a bit since the pandemic and COVID permitting, the Sussex clan could attend Prince Philip's 100th birthday celebration in June and stay for an event to honor Harry's late mother. In July, the much awaited statue tribute to Princess Diana will be unveiled in Kensington Palace Gardens on what would have been Diana's 60th birthday. Um, and it is Harry's intention and Meghan's also to be here in the UK for that opening. And it's possible that 2021 could bring Harry and Meghan another child. Meghan wrote very bravely about the miscarriage that they suffered in the summer. So we know that, that, that they were trying um, for a second baby. And, you know, I'm sure they're hoping very much that this will be the year when Archie gets to have a little brother or a little sister. From Meghan and Harry to Gwen and Blake, clearing a major hurdle to marry, Blake, why couldn't have you done it before? Now we can't have a wedding with the pandemic. <laughs> Aside from the COVID crisis, it seems something else was delaying their wedding. Gwen's ex. The voice coach was just reportedly granted an annulment of her 13-year marriage to Gavin Rossdale. That paves the way for the devout Catholic to have her I do's to Blake recognized by the church. Blake told us faith helped bring them together. It was evidence to mm -hmm. us that, that God had a, a hand in it, yeah. you know. Next is Katy Perry choosing motherhood over music. A lot of people have asked me, are you going to like go away or whatever? I don't feel like you have to choose between what you love and what you love. A source tells ET the singer who welcomed daughter Daisy in August changed her tune. Quote, Katy has put off some work commitments recently to fully immerse herself in motherhood. We're also told the idol judge and fiance Orlando Bloom are focused on being a family and taking care of their daughter. Daddy's doing a great job. Next, Pink trolls her husband on their anniversary. Carrie and I are really good friends until we're enemies. Lots of drama. You earned each other. We fight each other. It's, it's a mixed bag. Right, it ain't easy. Always candid with E.T., Pink posted this slideshow to celebrate 15 years of marriage to Carrie Hart, joking in the caption, what a wild ride it's been. Here's to at least the next 15 months. Ha ha ha. And finally, is Kim moving on amid wild rumors about Kanye? I guess allegedly Jeffree Star has been sleeping with Kanye West. And that's why they're getting a divorce. Goodbye. After fans made those unsubstantiated claims about YouTuber Jeffree Star and Kim's husband, the makeup guru finally cleared it up. 
Me and Kanye uh, have never hung out, and this whole thing is really funny. Yesterday, a moving truck was seen outside the embattled couple's $60 million home. Kim was inside, chilling by the fire as divorce rumors continue to swirl. For the eagle. Look how proud dad is. Oh, come through, Mini-Me. Tiger Woods and his 11-year-old son, Charlie, were the talk of the sports world when they played together a couple weeks ago. And by the way, that was Charlie's very first eagle. Oh, and it was so much fun to watch. It was. Meanwhile, Tiger himself is making headlines again. Indeed he is. A new documentary is looking back on Tiger's meteoric rise and fall. One that eventually led to the ultimate comeback. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior. Why did you want to take on the topic of Tiger Woods? On Thanksgiving night in 2009, we realized that we know next to nothing about him. And I think that raised a very interesting question, which is who is Tiger Woods? You know, we all knew that Tiger started playing golf so early. I didn't realize it was actually when he was eight months old. I unstrapped him out of his high chair one day and he walked over and hit the ball. And I guess I always knew that, that Earl was a bit of a helicopter parent. Um, but I didn't realize, like, how he had such a vision. I think Earl's outsized impact on Tiger was huge. Tiger's troubles began in 2009 when he crashed his SUV into a tree, just as his marriage to wife Elin Nordegren was unraveling amid reports of marital infidelity. Enter Rachel Yucatel, Tiger's former mistress, who sat down with filmmakers for the HBO doc, which debuts on Sunday. Here he was in my bed, and he was my tiger. This wasn't just sexual affairs. This was Tiger trying to find intimacy. Tiger had a stunning comeback in 2019. Another bright spot, his 11-year-old mini-me son. The mannerisms, club twirls, the gait, the fist pumps, like father, like son. That's them in sync on the course last month. Charlie, who has his dad's competitive spirit, is Tiger's second child with Elon. You're starting a family. You want to have a big family one day? Yeah, we, we definitely, I don't know about a big family, but we certainly want to have, uh, have more in the future. I think, you know, the big question is what lessons has he learned now as a parent with young kids? Is he the same father that his father was or has he learned? I think that's the question. Now to some sad news. L.A. Dodgers legendary manager Tommy Lasorda has died. When I die, I want you to put on my tombstone in big letters. Dodger Stadium was his address, but every ballpark was his home. The 93-year-old who bled Dodger blue passed away last night after suffering a heart attack. Today, celeb reaction poured in, A-Rod writing, nobody lived, breathed, and slept baseball more than Tommy Lasorda. Henry Winkler remembered his warm smile, and Billy Crystal simply said, there is crime in baseball. Somebody said once said to me that Lasorda would knock his mother down on Mother's Day to win a game. <laughs> Tommy, who was survived by his wife of 70 years, Joe, led the Dodgers to two World Series championships, four National League pennants, and eight division titles. And over the decades, E.T. spent a lot of time with Tommy. He even stepped in as a guest correspondent. I can't believe that I'm interviewing Tom Selleck. I can't. <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking to Tommy Lasorda, so we're even. 
Tommy interviewed Tom Selleck for the 1992 movie Mr. Baseball, and he had a huge appreciation for the celebs who would come and cheer on the team at Dodger Stadium. People talk to me about the Hollywood stars coming out to watch baseball games. When we can rub elbows or rub shoulders with people like you, that's a privilege and an honor for us. Still, Tommy got a taste of Hollywood making a few movie and TV cameos. Look at the way you're holding a spoon. Choke up on it a little. Well, I enjoy doing Fantasy Island. I just hope I see your name on the back of a Dodger uniform this season. I enjoy doing us chips. Officer, I've got to get to the stadium. I can't find words to describe to you or anybody else how much I love this job of mine. If you don't love the game, you should go out and get a new job. Still ahead, more with our co-host Megan Good. We are happening. Filling Shazam sequel secrets and why she's ready to mix work and marriage with her super producer husband. Go hire me, baby, or what? What's going on? <laughs> then Kira Sedgwick shows us around the set of her new show. I'm kind of living a lifelong dream with uh, this ET mic in my hand. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Okay, Mom, this wasn't just a blip. I had to give you mouth-to-mouth. -mouth. You pop pill after pill after pill, and I see you! That is Megan Good in her new movie, If Not Now, When. And she's pulling double duty here because Miss Thing is also directed for the first time. The movie... Um, deals with a lot of, you know, heavy topics. One yeah. of them is addiction. Do not need help. Don't have a problem. You fell asleep in the garage last week. Why do you want to tackle this subject for your first time out of the box yeah. directing? I think for me, it, was, it wasn't just that subject alone. It was kind of all these conversations. It was really important to, to discuss, you know, what happens when you can't get pregnant? Mm -hmm. What happens when you get pregnant and you're not even sure you want to be a mom? What happens when you're dealing with addiction? I believe every woman can see themselves in at least one of these characters. And for people who don't know, you are married to Devon Franklin. Yeah. He's a super producer. He's our friend <laughs> of the show here as well. Um, he did Miracles from Heaven. He yeah. did Breakthrough, all of those things. So I wonder, now that you have stepped behind the camera directing, can we we collab. I already told him that's the plan, so we just waiting. You gonna hire me, baby, or what? What's going on? <laughs> Another fave collaborator for Megan, Sister Lamaya. We have an exclusive look at their new lifetime thriller, Death Saved My Life, dropping next month. I'd rather die than be with you. <laughs> um, I do need to ask you about another project of yours because yeah. um, we're talking about Shazam, the sequel. We got a layer. I haven't seen the script yet, okay. but we are happening. Um, looks like we're going uh, end of May of this year. By the way, Zachary, how fun is he? Oh my gosh, that's my brother. Yeah. He is such a light and such a beautiful spirit and so much fun to work with. Yeah, I bet. Well, yeah. listen, I wish that we could keep chatting all day, but we do have more work for you to do and we've got more <laughs> fun ahead with the star of The Rookie. You can see me just get giddy. Makia Cox reveals her memorable moment on stage with Michael Jackson. Then we're with What Not To Wear star Clinton Kelly is a feud with his former co-star preventing a reboot. We don't speak when the job ended. We sort of went our own separate ways. Plus, Kira Sedgwick's new sitcom and why her own family with Kevin Bacon is pure comedy. We've seen none of our movies.
Welcome back to E.T. Kira Sedgwick is headlining a new comedy 10 years after her Emmy-winning turn on The Closer. Kira plays the ultimate mama bear in her new sitcom, and she gave E.T. an exclusive look behind the scenes. Kira Sedgwick, I'm kind of living a lifelong dream with uh, this ET mic in my hand. I'm playing your um, your uh, tour director today. This is the Call Your Mother set. Follow me. The 55-year-old Emmy winner was all fired up to show us around. On her new sitcom, she plays an empty nester who moves across the country to check in on her adult kids. I haven't had sex in four years, and it was four years before that. Should be an Olympic sport. <laughs> Welcome to my bedroom. It's a very small bedroom, nice and cozy, but here we are. This is Jean's wardrobe. Pretty amazing stuff, I gotta tell you. How far is this mama willing to go to stay in her grown kids' lives? She doesn't go to LA just to be with her kids. She goes to have her, you know, her coming out, you know, her coming of age. In real life, Kira and husband Kevin Bacon are parents to 28-year-old daughter, Sosie, and son, Travis, 31. What do you think it is that has allowed your children to adjust to having famous parents? For them, it's not like we're famous. We're like boring, really boring mom and dad. And basically, they've seen none of our movies, uh, or maybe one or two. But I mean, to hear them tell it, it's like it's what they've always known. So for them, it's not weird. Freddie, it's your mom. Call me. Freddie, mom, call me. Freddie, call me back. Freddie, 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 Freddie. Kira told me, don't expect Kevin or the kids to show up on Call Your Mother, which premieres January 13th on ABC. But we gotta say, she's a natural with our ET mic. Thanks so much for coming. I hope you enjoyed your tour. I don't believe that I'll actually be replacing anybody on ET, so don't worry about your jobs, you guys. We just love seeing you hold that ET mic there, Kira. All right, back to you gals. Well, the new year is already getting off to a great start for host Clinton Kelly. He's got a brand new show. Oh, yeah, and we are learning a whole lot more about his what not to wear date. Mm -hmm. And that feud with his former makeover buddy, Stacey London. I totally know where I'm we going. We can stop and ask for directions. It's not an ego thing. Do you want to get out? I have nothing, you know, nothing bad to say about Stacey at all. And it's it's it was a long relationship. <laughs> We don't speak, which is no big deal. I mean, we were friends at work, um, and then when the job ended, we sort of went our own separate ways. Are you kidding me? Three years after Stacey blocked Clinton on Twitter, it seemed the former co-hosts have put their relationship on ice. What does that mean for a possible what not to wear reboot? I don't know, it depends. Like, tell me how you're gonna make it modern. Tell me how you're gonna make it relevant. Tell me how we're going to really, like, let every single body type shine. I have no idea. You have to ask her. Get ready. Clinton's definitely moved on. Now he's solo hosting a new HGTV show, Self Made Mansions, premiering tonight. Check this out. Think of it as a sort of sequel to Shark Tank. Clinton is helping entrepreneurs of companies like The Cut Buddy and The Comfy spend the millions they've earned on dream homes. Oh my God. Everybody loves to look at big mansions, right? But there's something about knowing that somebody worked really hard to get where they are today. That is, you know, uniquely American. So how much does this cost? Well, that's not important right okay. now, Jen. My father is a contractor, so I am able to walk into a space and see the potential. I love giving people advice. You know, I feel like I'm Uncle Clinton. 
pleased to meet you, Uncle Clinty. I'm Aunt Shell. Well, now let's head back to Nashville, Miss Rachel Smith. Yes, you've got news about my girl, Makia Cox. That's right, your co-star. And she's also one of the stars of ABC's The Rookie. But before all that, Makia had a different kind of role, dancing alongside the King of Pop. in This Is It with Michael Jackson, the documentary, right. we're planning on going on tour. What do you remember most from that experience? There is a moment where you can see me. He comes up behind me. We never really choreographed it uh -huh. because we kind of just I started doing stuff and, then, and it was just fun. And you can see it in the film when Michael comes up behind me and he touches my hips and we sway back and forth. And I have a moment where you can see me just get giddy <laughs> for a quick second. It's been 11 years since that moment, and Makia's moved from the stage to the screen, starring alongside Nathan Fillion in The Rookie, Sundays on ABC. What are you doing here? Just trying We're to make being a punished. I like her. How will season three of The Rookie look at, you know, police brutality? How will you weave that into the storyline this season? We are not just taking this on for one or two episodes and then throwing it away. We are really delving into the systemic racism and injustice that has been happening for years and years and years now um, that we have neglected to talk about on these shows. We really have to do something. It's really important for us to talk about this stuff so that we can start creating the dialogue um, and possibly open some minds. <laughs> The great work you guys are doing over there on The Rookie. All right, coming up, Kevin Frazier makes his NBA on TNT debut. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Listen, do not miss Megan's new movie, If Not Now, when it's in theaters today and on digital. You're also the executive producer yes. and you're starring in Death Save My Life that yes. premieres February 13th on Lifetime. Megan Good is booked and busy. Yes. Praise <laughs> the God. Okay, but I'm going to put you to work one more time, okay? okay. Can you okay. take care of one more piece of business for me? I absolutely can. Here's one more thing for you to check out as we say goodnight. Good night. Our man, Kevin Frazier, brought E.T. to TNT, but that led to some trash talking. I got my own graphics, you know? Uh, hey, I'm uh, telling yeah, you, we have to pay for that logo? I'm a, I, I didn't approve that. And you know I had to take my shot. My co-host, Nichelle Turner, tweeting, NBA on TNT, can y'all keep Kevin Frazier? Love you, Kev. See you on Monday. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed 
or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.